Welcome to Rama for Today. Not only I can, I will. I will believe it. I will believe it. I will believe it. She said I almost had to talk myself in the notion because it's just all up here in my head, you know. But she said I kept saying that till it got down in here. Hallelujah. Just wanted you to know when I'm out of bed doing all my work, praise the Lord. And you were right. But you see, uh, somewhere or another with her, it took a long time to change her thinking. For her to think in line with God's Word, for her to believe in line with God's Word. Now, it didn't have to. It wasn't God's fault. Are you listening to me? I'll tell you, if we'd just be humble enough to come up to the Word and say, I may not understand it, I may not see it, but I just acknowledge that it's so and believe it and accept it. It'll make a difference. But as long as you keep saying, I can't believe it, I, I know it said that, but I can't believe it. I know the Word says that, but I just can't believe it. Well, see, it's not going to work for you. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, God's Healing Mercy, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I tell the story sometime, and you see what hinders uh, about a meeting I was holding years ago in Jacksboro, Texas, the First Assembly of God Church, 1950. And a man, Baptist man, brought his wife. See, 1950s, before the salt vaccine, you know. Little daughter, six years of age, had polio. The mother had polio. She's in a wheelchair. The little daughter's sitting in her lap. Her leg's encased in braces. The mother cannot walk. The mother cannot get out of bed. The mother cannot do her work. Husband had a pretty good job, but he just simply didn't have enough money to, to make ends meet. So the state paid a, a lady to come to her house and because she's left alone, you see. The child is, she can't care for the child. The child can't go to school because she can't walk. The mother can't walk. The mother doesn't have, she, her husband gets her up and sets her in a wheelchair, but she can't move the wheelchair. You see, the lady that does the housework pushes her around in the chair. Didn't want to leave her lying in bed all day, you see. And so they brought her. They don't know about healing. They just know medical science can't help them. They're reaching out, you know, like a drowning man will, grasp for a straw, if it is so. So they heard the word of God preached. Now, it's amazing how children will believe. Remember, Jesus said, except you be converted and become as a little child, you're no wise into the kingdom of heaven. Remember saying something like that? What do you mean become as a little child, except you be converted? Well, see, a little child just has childlike faith, don't they? See, their minds have never been developed in the state, you know, of unbelief that yours has. So, they, you know, they don't, they, they can go down, they, they can lie down and go to sleep, you know, with not a bite of food in the house. It don't bother them where you lay awake and worry about it all night. Because they just got unconscious faith in mom and daddy, you know, I mean, you know. Amen. Isn't that right? Childlike faith. Now that little child sitting on her mother's lap, polio stricken, hadn't walked two or three years. Now these are saved people. They're Baptists. They knew what, knew what the new birth is. And that little child, first time I laid hands on her, just got out and walked right off heel. The mother, I laid hands on her in a wheelchair. She's filled with the Holy Ghost. Spoke with other tongues and eventually the daddy was too. 
I laid hands on the mother and prayed for healing, but no results. Now, why? I knew why. That's the reason I kept trying to help her faith. She, she don't believe that. She just can't believe that. I said to her, you can be healed just as easily as the little girl was healed. She said, I wished I could believe that. I wished I could believe it. I said, you can be healed just as easily as you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and begin speaking in other tongues. She said, I wished I could believe that it's that easy. I wished I could believe that. You see where a problem is? Well, I next year was over in Graham, Texas, the meeting. They was in that meeting. She's still in a wheelchair. I'm back a couple of years later to, to Jacksboro. She's still in a wheelchair. And uh, several years went by. Oh, about five, I guess, altogether. Several, at least. And she wrote me a letter. Oh, a long letter. Before she couldn't use her hands enough to write. Brother Egan, I just wanted to write and let you know that I'm out of my chair. My healing didn't come instant like, uh, like the little girls. You know, she's in school now, then, you know, way up there. But she said, uh, you know, my husband bought a tape recorder. I didn't have any tapes in those days, you know. But my husband bought a tape recorder, and we couldn't come in the daytime because he worked at night. He'd bring us, and so we got somebody to record those day teachings, you know, on that reel-to-reel tape. And, of course, here, just in the home, nothing else to do. And, you know, no, I can't do, I couldn't do housework. And so the lady, I'd have her to put that tape on. I couldn't even turn it over. And I've listened and listened and listened and listened and listened and listened. Nothing else to do. Over a period of several years. And she said, you know, my, my, my faith began to take hold little, little by little, just little by little. And, oh, I remember she said another, I'm so, I'm so glad. She said, for the first time in all these years, I can get up and get my husband's breakfast, get him off to work. I, I can sweep the floors. I, I can make up the beds. Now, I'm not 100% well, but she said, I'm 90% and I will be the other 10 cents coming. My faith just, just took hold gradually. I just couldn't believe. I kept saying for years. Now, I know the little girl's healed because she's walking. The braces are off. She's perfectly all right. I know I received the Bible. No ghost spoke another tongue. I, I just keep saying, I know, Brother Egan said, it's, it's, it's as easy for you to get, receive healing, but I, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. But she said, but listen to those tapes. Because she didn't get in on the, in person in the day teaching. Said, I, I, I listened to those tapes and said, you know, I changed what I was saying. I started saying, I can believe it. Not only I can, I will. I will believe it. I will believe it. I will believe it. She said, I almost had to talk myself in the notion because it's just all up here in my head, you know. But she said, I kept saying that till it got down in here. Hallelujah. Just wanted you to know when I'm out of bed doing all my work, praise the Lord. And you were right. But you see, uh, somewhere or another with her, it took a long time to change her thinking. For her to think in line with God's word, for her to believe in line with God's word. Now, I didn't have to. It wasn't God's fault. Are you listening to me? I'll tell you, if we'd just be humble enough to come up to the Word and say, I may not understand it, I may not see it, but I just acknowledge that it's so and believe it and accept it. It'll make a difference. But as long as you keep saying, I can't believe it, I, I know it said that, but I can't believe it. I know the Word says that, but I just can't believe it. Well, see, it's not going to work for you. not going to work for you. Well, hallelujah. Thank God for his mercy. 
Thank God for his mercy. Now, in reading the story here that I've just read to you of this, of this man, let's sum it up. Jesus had, what did he say? What did Jesus tell the man? Howbeit Jesus suffered him, not that is to go with him, 19th verse, but saith unto him, go home to thy friends and tell them what? What was he supposed to tell his friends? How great things the Lord hath done for thee. Well, in other words, what he need to do, if you're going to tell what great things the Lord has done, they need to know what kind of condition he's in. Don't they? Then they know how great it is. If, they, if he just said, well, the Lord delivered me, they might have thought he had a sore toe if they didn't know him. Isn't that right? I said, isn't that right? If he had just said, the Lord healed me, they might have thought he just had a headache if they didn't know him. But in telling how great things, do you know he said things? You see, then he told about being bound with chains and fetters. That's one thing. How'd break them asunder. He told about being driven by evil spirits and demons. That's another thing or things. He told about wandering out there in the tombs. That's something else. And then cutting himself with stones. Day and night, crying. And then about Jesus delivering him. Hallelujah. How great things the Lord had done for thee. And hath or has, the way we talk, has had compassion on thee. It was his compassion that moved him to do the things, the great things for him. Hallelujah. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? All right, go tell it. Now then, what happened? 20th verse. And he departed. That is, this man now that's delivered, we call him the maniac of Gadara sometimes, the man with the legion. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. All right, let's sum, let's sum this up now. After Jesus had had compassion on the man in the tomb, so possessed with the devil and had the legion that he cut himself with stones, he broke the chains with which they often had tried to bind him. Now then, when he was delivered, Healed, clothed, had on his clothes now, no longer running around naked, got on his clothes. And in his right mind, he was so glad that he besought Jesus that he might remain with him, that he might go with him. You could understand that, couldn't you? The text said, how be it Jesus suffered him not. 
but said to him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee and, had, and hath had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him and all men did marvel. All right. Now turn back to Matthew, the 15th chapter. I want us to read about the results of one man's testimony. Read about the results of one man's testimony. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life, so visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer. First, the six-CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, God's Healing Mercy, and Ken Hagan's three-CD series, Thanksgiving, A Continuous Flow. And there's one more special CD in this offer titled, The Lord Our Peace by Lynette Hagan. All ten CDs together are only $35. That's a 50% savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And if you're interested in attending Rama Bible Training College, you can register online for a January intake. That's right. Or if you know somebody, just go to rbt.org slash trendsetters and you can find out all that information. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.